Okay, you got it? Yeah, um, so... G, G, G... Jai. Jai Deeg. Oh, yeah. Okay, um... Jai Deeg. Okay, okay, good, yep, yep. All right, five seconds. Four, three... Hello, welcome to Stax Radio uh, with your host, G. Dig. Oh, you stupid fuck! Stax Radio with G. Dig. Dig. 100% Dig. Good on you, Gav. You're smashing it again, mate. I'll tell you what, your job's looking shaky. Uh, g'day and welcome back to another crazy hour of Stax Radio. This week we've got all sorts of shenanigans going on. We're going to listen to... Uh, uh, a bit of music. Uh, we're going to try something different this week. We're going to have a thing called Band in Focus where we look at um, a particular band and a bit of their music. And uh, this week it's going to be Incomplete, a uh, punk outfit from Perth uh, led by frontman Jamie Buchanan and uh, one of the hardest working bands in Perth. So we're going to have a bit of a uh, focus spotlight put on those fellas today. We're also going to hear from our roving reporter, Kenny Singh. He's out on the streets doing uh, his thing. Uh, now, listen, the Australian government's decided to impose a... Uh, uh, a sanction of, of, you know, only two people and the social distancing and all that kind of stuff isn't quite working out. So Australia's come up with a solution and they've actually flown someone in from England, a specialist um, in, in getting in amongst crowds and, and breaking them up and uh, sending them on their way. So that's coming up. Also, we're going to uh, listen to um, the podcast with Alan Connipitz. So when we dive into the vault, you've uh, seen those blokes around. They've been around plenty. Um, Alan Connor. And uh, we're going to have a look at uh, a song that they've released recently too um, called Unscarred, which I was listening to Big Tomo on on the radio, well, live on Facebook the other night and uh, just tuning in, having a beer, listening to Tomo as you do. And uh, Alan Alan, um, Connor, uh, come up on, on his show and he played a song on his show and I was absolutely taken back by the guitar work in it and just the whole thing in general. Mate, these guys are fantastic. So we're going to have a listen to those fellas. And, of course, um, uh, there's there's other things going on. The, the news, as I said earlier, is going to come up. So, listen, but we're going to get in. Look, we're still under this COVID-19 threat. It's killing us. I know we're all still locked up. And, look, I'll tell you what, it's going, it's going to be a party. Look, it's 1999. When this thing is finally lifted, but folks, take it seriously. Um, it, it has the ability to actually really devastate families. So keep your social distancing, stay at home. It is very important. All those that believe in uh, conspiracy theories, look, I'm all for a conspiracy theory, but this is real. I have friends in the medical world and they are telling me this is no bullshit. Uh, we need to do the right thing. So if, some, if you can stay at home, stay at home. And hey, Listen to Stacks Radio as well as uh, Scudley Records, um, pumping out a few other things as well. You've got Scudley Radio there with Pete Redzilla, and you've also got Neighbour of the Beast uh, with a bit of metal, and then uh, with, I think Laura Max kicking off her show as well. So, uh, look, plenty to listen to, but uh, let's start the show today. Look, I love scaring the internet, but I did a bit of comedy with this fellow a couple of times over the years, and, and I know the fellow quite, uh, I wouldn't say quite well, but we've spent some um, time together over the years, and he's, he's in and out of Western Australia quite a bit. You may remember him as the bloke that sang the song Bloke, 
Of course, I'm talking about Chris Franklin, and he put out a poem which was picked up by a fella over in the States. The next thing you know, the thing has gone viral. This thing has got over 26,000 likes within days, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to go huge. Um, so without further ado, why don't we play it? It's uh, Chris Franklin's and a whole bunch of Aussie icons in the music industry, including Nella Hooper and Dave Gleason from the Jets, uh, uh, Angry Anderson, you name it. They're all in there uh, with Stay the Fuck at Home. caught a virus you're not in this alone but you can help to cure it just stay the fuck at home we're all stuck here in quarantine it's like the twilight zone to save the world you only have to stay the fuck at home stay the fuck at home stay the fuck at home don't you be a fucking dick to stay the fuck at home if you're locked down with your hubby In your underwear to stay the fuck But I need the gym and I need the beach. We hear you bitch and moan. You need to grow a brain cell and stay the fuck at home. But I feel fine, I don't feel sick, I'll go out on my own. I think of you, you selfish prick, just stay the fuck at home. Stay the fuck at home. Stay the fuck at home. Sit on the couch and do fuck all. Stay the fuck than a hooker's legs, so stay the fuck at home. To the doctors and the truckies, those who put food on our plate. You keep the whole place running, so we can isolate. Stay the fuck at home, stay the fuck at home. You can be a hero too, stay the fuck at home. The only way to slow it down is isolate, not roam. Help the world get back on track and stay the fuck at home. Sit on the couch and drink VV, get shit-faced on your own. We don't care what you do in there, just stay the fuck at home. family use facebook skype or phone yeah we've got the fucking internet so stay the fuck at home from la through to berlin from wuhan through to rome there's people dying every day please stay the fuck at home stay the fuck at home stay the fuck at home don't you be a fucking dick stay the fuck at home stay the fuck at home be a fucking dick to stay the fuck at home. 
stay the fuck at home. Yes, that was Chris Franklin and the Isolator. So that was all done without anybody making contact. Everybody chipped in. They uh, put it all together after everyone had sent in themselves doing that small part for the song, and uh, that was the result. So you can do it. So there you go, bands. Get out there and start doing a bit of that stuff. Okay, now we're going to have a look at the band in focus this week. I did say it was incomplete. So let's have a look at the band in focus. Yes, incomplete. If you like Bad Religion, if you like some Melancholin or you like No Effects, Rise Against Christ, even if you like just any Aussie punk getting around as well as the Perth scene, you're going to love these guys incomplete. Their songs are no nonsense. The shit hits you in the face and it hits you in the face hard. Jamie Buchanan leads up there with guitars and the lead vocals. You've also got Mark Rodriguez on guitar and he plays a beautiful BC Rich. I just love seeing that thing come out of the case every time they gig. Also got Ryan Popper on bass and Peter Moulton on drums and they all chip in with their oohs and ahs and it just sounds great. It's old school punk and it's balls out, balls to the wall, punk. Do I need to say it again? Punk. You might see these guys playing around. They're regulars at the Den. They're also playing around places like the Rosemount, the Boston and just about everywhere that they can get a gig. They absolutely love playing and if they can play every weekend, they will. They are consistent, they are strong, their songs are kick-ass, and they're just awesome. Make sure you go see Incomplete. Now, their songs are basically a social commentary of what's going on at the time. They've got songs like Cheapskate. That's the one you hear and under here at the moment. About guys who just refuse to put their hands in their pockets? Why not? Write a fucking song about it. Full steam ahead promotions look after Incomplete and make sure that the show goes on and the show's shit hot. So you can catch Incomplete regularly holding a gig with three or four other bands around Perth. If you want a fat night out, make sure you go get a full dose of Incomplete. So without further ado, let's play one of my favourite songs that Incomplete do. This is a song called Make It Right. sharp and in your face that was incomplete with make it right now speaking of short and sharp let's cross over to the news with kenny singh it's the news with kenny singh yes we're in kenny singh here again 
for what we have now, which is extreme measures here in Perth, Western Australia, uh, due to the horrendous coronavirus or COVID-19 as it's known. The Australian government has moved to such measures as to bring in specialist people to break up the people that are congregating on Australia's beaches throughout the city and other areas where they should simply be avoiding each other and, of course, self-isolating and being at home. So they've got a man in that they thought would be an expert, and that is none other than English chef Gordon Ramsay. And we are here live on the streets now, and we're going to see uh, actually Gordon go in and do his job as they thought he would be the best man for it. All of you, come here! We work together as a team! Fuck up upstairs. Raj, move your fat fucking ass! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of you. Fuck off out of here. Get out! Out! And one more thing. Get out! Yes, well, as you can see, Gordon is walking around the streets and anybody that is not adhering to the 1.5 metres uh, social distancing rules, he uh, will quite vehemently attacks them in the only way that we know Gordon knows how. Fuck off upstairs. Get out. Can't bear to look at you anymore. Get out. Yes, well, it seems to be uh, quite successful. Uh, There are, of course, a few drawbacks and a few uh, little hiccups, you could say, uh, as Gordon adjusts to the Australian way. Uh, One of the things is that uh, most people don't live actually upstairs. Uh, We have single-storey units, of course, Cottesloe and other places like that. Uh, But as you get a little bit further into the northern parts, yes, you do see a couple of double-storey buildings around uh, Hillary's and and a few places like that. Anyone congregating in that area is told very quickly and bluntly by Mr Ramsey that uh, they need to uh, get upstairs or or basically to uh, fuck off. So, yes, uh, all going very well. Uh, Look, it has been costly to the Australian government. Gordon, of course, is assisted uh, by his orchestra of uh, strings and the quartet that he does take around with him uh, and the the other small orchestra playing suspenseful music uh, all comes at at quite a hefty cost. But, uh, look, it is working. And uh, as we can see coming up now, he he seems to be very good at it. uh, it is a. It is definitely something that it was needed. And uh, look, let's just get back to Gordon on the street and watch him uh, do some outstanding work. You fuck off, will you? You can fuck off. Just a short time after that, we found at least 16 people that were hanging out in a bar, obviously uh, quite illegally. And of course, we sent Gordon the in there to deal with the situation. Doing? Wow, unfucking believable. Get out. Fuck off. Embarrassing! Yes, it was quite embarrassing and uh, of course Gordon dealt with that situation abruptly and the uh, patrons left quite soon after that. Yes, well there was literally nowhere to hide, even the West Australian government was in the firing line when uh, they couldn't agree on some terms. Well don't start getting fucking smarmy with me when we're standing in the shit, when it's you put me in the shit. Yes, well there was a lot more retaliation, especially when one of the ministers of parliament referred to Mr Ramsey as a complete nutter wanker. It's master chef, not master bait. Yes, well of course things got even more heated than that when it became an all-out yelling match and uh, Gordon had this to say. Hey you! Leave the jacket and get out! Get out! Give me the jacket! Give me, give me the fucking jacket! Fucking useless sack of shit! Get out! Get out! 
Yes, well, the West Australian government really copped it that day and it didn't stop there. Gordon Ramsay, uh, at least one hour later, was still absolutely boiling red and completely going off his tits. You, 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 get out! You're a fucking disgrace! Yes, and uh, with those tensions absolutely at boiling point, uh, the case was referred to Mr uh, Scott Morrison, Australia's Prime Minister, and they had a lengthy conversation, and uh, things did seem to settle down, but as he was walking out of Parliament to go back out onto the streets, Gordon had this to say. Fuck! What's the matter with that jerk? And by then, Mr Ramsey had actually settled down from his tirade and uh, made his way into a few uh, hostels where a lot of backpackers are actually stuck with the lock borders, um, awaiting to go home. Uh, there were placards and a few people were uh, hanging uh, pillowcases and whatnot uh, out the windows, drawn on in protest, uh, hoping that they could board a plane and head back to the country of origin from where they're from. So, of course, Mr Ramsey headed on into the backpackers and he had this to say. Man. Do you want to go home? Whether it's my family or not, if your family were here, or your family were here, or your family, I'd make your family, or your wife, your children, a fresh fucking risotto. He sneaks that in there. Yeah, that's the shit I served five minutes ago. Ah, fuck off. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen! Look at this. Fat fuck, fat fuck, fat fuck. Look at that there. Look at that. Look, look at that. Come here, you. It's not good enough for me. Too much. Too much? Do you honestly think they came here for that? No. Yes, and after talking to the uh, to the owner of the backpackers, they come to a resolution. But you could see quite clearly that Mr. Ramsey was actually breaking down. It had been a very hard 24 hours for him, the fighting with Parliament. Uh, of course, his, his uh, chat with Mr. Morrison, Mr. Scott Morrison, didn't go according to plan. Uh, and of course, Mr. Ramsey usually has his way. And of course, uh, the last we saw of Mr. Ramsey, he was, of course, heading back to his private jet and about to make his way uh, back to the uh, the UK or, or England. Not as I am! You fucking are! Donkey! This is not personal, this is professional! A dick face! What a fucking muppet. You, 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 you. Hey, you, you, come here. You, come here. Hey, you! Fucking come here, you. Where's that fucking cowboy? You, 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 you. Fuck off out of there. So uh, that was pretty much well it for Gordon. He uh, then went and boarded his jet, and of course he took a quick call from... Uh, a very good friend of his, Mr. Simon Cowell, and he really unloaded and told him his true feelings about what he felt his experiences in Australia was like. I can't do it anymore! It's not fair on fucking me, but it's not fair on them! Get out! Yes, Kenny, uh, you're an absolute marvel made in the reporting world, and I do believe you're up for the Freedom of Press Award. Uh, congratulations on the uh, nominee, and I hope you do well, my friend. Uh, that was very good. So listen, uh, if anyone could do it, Gordon Ramsay was the man, but uh, unfortunately, uh, even the uh, the Aussie way of life got to poor Gordon, and he's uh, packed his bags, and he's headed back home to England to uh, do his best back there, probably heading back on into the restaurant game. Now, we're going to move on with... Uh, from the vault. Now, before we get in there, I'm going to talk about these guys, Alan and Connor Pitts, or Alan and Connor Pitts West, uh, as they are probably more known. 
uh, a dynamic duo out of Perth. You might have seen them playing around. They've done a lot of open mic stuff. They've done a lot of gigs around town. They're really starting to get a lot of traction, and people are actually starting to notice just how damn good these two guys are. They are a father and son team. They read each other like the book, and I'll tell you what, they, they are a pleasure to listen to. And not only that, they're just two of the nicest blokes on the planet. So uh, let's open the vault and let's dive back a few years and talk to Alan Connor Pitts West. Just before we do talk about the background on today's guest, Pete, how you going there, mate? Hi, good man. I've got me cereal pest in the studio once again. He's he's back in here again. In the corner. In the corner. I've stuck him in the corner this time. Pete, stay in the corner. All right. Pete, stay in the corner. Face the wall. Face the wall. Put your hat back on. And that's not how you spell dunce. That spells cund. That's that's just fucking weird. So we've got some uh, special, and we don't talk special guests, we're talking special guests in the studio today. I just want to give you a bit of background. Um, I've known these fellas for about two and a half, three years. That sounds us. They, yeah, uh, they, you'll see these fellas if you go just about everywhere in Perth. They're absolutely everywhere. They're an absolutely beautiful couple of guys. Uh, father and son team, and um, look, very special to have been there. I'm going to talk about the relationship that they've got with their music and, and oh, some God, of the things no. they've got up to in the last couple of months, years, decades. I'm going to uh, hand you over to these two right now. Please put your hands together for Mr. and Mr. Pitts. We've got Connor and Alan in the studio. How are you, boys? <laughs> Good, man. How are you? What's going on, man? Oh, everything in the world. Everything in the world. Dude, you're busy. You're so busy. <laughs> Dang. you got to stop being so busy. I know. I should be skinnier. You sh- Look at me. Right? Take it What's from me. What's the secret? Don't eat breakfast. You look like an orange skip, on a toothpick. Skip <laughs> breakfast. If you can. Skip breakfast. We'll have a tiny breakfast. It doesn't work for everyone. What about well, second? It works for me. What about second breakfast? You can have second <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, you can have that. So, yeah, no, what's uh, you know, what's the story? What's happening? Well, everything's happening on my end, but, you know, this is all about you. These oh, podcasts look, you know aren't what? about me. We're not, we're not, we're not those kind Although of Although the listeners probably are thinking he tries to make it about me. But we just, we know. just... Do what we can and do what you can. Yeah, you know, play a bit here and play yeah. a bit there and have a laugh. Fun stories every now and again. You know? Let's. Uh, we'll get into a few a few scenarios later on about some of the gigs that we've actually turned up to and been at Absolutely. together and stuff like that and all that kind of thing. But uh, there's a few things I want to cover today. One is Connor, yep. you and your amazing dexterity on the guitar. Ah, your I want to talk a bit about your. Uh, your was it scales or a system a guitar yeah, system that you guitar developed? chart kind of deal just with um different tunings and um yeah basically um like i i i really like all tunings they're all just awesome but there is you know there's a few specific tunings i i use but there's one that i just use pretty much all the time and you've got some spaced easy. out tunings so yeah and and guitars what well, you just bought one in here that's got what 58 strings in yes it, it's it looks got, like an auto harp what the is new it? edition yeah the new family it's got uh 67 i think minus the 60. um yeah it's a seven string iron label ibanez rg 
AMG 707s. It's an absolute metal machine and Nerd. just just awesome. That's your old man for you. Yeah, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, well, I haven't got dickhead, so that's oh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You've been upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> so seven strings, what's the difference? Well, okay, normally, um, so say you've got the, um, what's it called? The standard six strings, which is E, A, D, G, B, E, but then the low string, the low on the seven is a B, basically. So you've got that extra um, range. Um, so basically you don't have to tune as down, um, yeah, like you would with a six. Um, but it is a, it is a bit wider, but it's, it's not like playing the Ibanez's especially. They don't um, feel like a Mack truck. Like, I love ESPs and stuff, but some of them have felt pretty big, like the big ECs and stuff. But, um, but yeah, man. Um, it's Is it the neck? Because I know yeah. Ibanez's are pretty, they've got a fairly thin neck on them. Yeah. They feel pretty cool. Like, they're, a, you know, even their bases. I love their bases. They're, fa- yeah, very flat um, necks. And, um, yeah, man, they just, it's just easy, basically. And um, just easy to riff out and just lead and just, just go just ape on it yep um i like them over eights because like the agile i've got it's awesome but it's just too big you know it's just like it's again like yeah mac truck stuff but um bigger than a mac so for all the all the people that own that aren't guitarists and and want to actually know what we're talking about is is talking about a guitar with seven strings not six yep uh and it's got a thin profile neck on it so it helps him to shred you, you are a bit of a shreddy kind of guy. I'm okay. I'm 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 not the fastest in the world, but I'm not exactly the slowest. Yeah. Hey, get back in the corner. Uh, he's doing good. It's all good. Yeah. Pete often pops up on the pod. He just rocks up for the podcast. That's right. Yeah. That's telepathic, man. You never planned this. So I no, just you just. Be here I'm starting to think that. Yeah, way. it's weird because like I podcast like once a year, and you're always here. So the, <laughs> the law of averages are that you hang around a lot. <laughs> uh, it's good having Pete around. You can always count on Pete. He's a good bloke. Mate, so you also now you, you've been uh, you studying? Yes, I'm at um, I'm at Murdoch's doing a Bachelor of Arts sound degree, and basically um, I'm. It's involving sound, radio, music, uh, just basically everything, you know. And um, oh yeah, and and basically there's going to be a, a segment in there that's like video game based too. And yeah, it's definitely really interesting doing all these different assignments and stuff. And do you do stuff like ADR and that for movies? So that's yeah. Yeah, that's audio digital recording, which is after the fact when they do some... What about Foley work for movies and stuff as well? Yep. Ah, very good. Foley's, uh, just for those at home again, Foley's the the stuff that you, when you hear in a, in a movie, you might hear a door open or a creaky floorboard. Often they'll record them so they sound dramatic if they need it. Yeah. It's not just uh, relying on the fake floorboards that are underneath a, like punches a studio. Yeah, yeah, a window punches smashing and then... Yeah. Yeah. Punch a pig instead. Hey, Pete, well done. You can come out of the corner now. <laughs> I've hurt my spot in the desk. Hey, you can come out of the corner, but he's still in the closet, so it's all right. <laughs> but, uh, oh, that's cool, man. So when, is it a university degree that you're doing? Yes. So you're going to come out with a Bachelor of Sound? Yes. 
Wow. Yeah. In the arts, yeah. So the big question is, we've been after it for years, what is the brown note? Mm. I have no idea. The brown note. The brown note. It's got to be like 25 hertz. Jeremy Clarkson did it with the sound. Yeah, thing. like t 20 hertz or something like that. 20 it's hertz. A, it's no, a low it's note. It's, it's, it's definitely low. low. It's a hell of a low note. So the brown note, uh, if anyone's wondering, is is a, is because well, music's frequencies, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So the brown notes is is the perfect note that makes you shit yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically. It's the, the, it's the, the gent note. That's the guts of it. Have you seen that over in Russia and stuff there? They're using sound waves as a weapon. Mm. So they produce yeah. these big ass speakers in crowds and they send oh, out low frequencies yeah. that make you feel sick and ill and you just can't hang around it. Yeah. I've uh, I've experienced that for years. It's called doof doof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every nightclub has every, yeah, every time they have big eighteen inch subs and every time I get around and listen to the uh, sound they put out, I just feel like I need to throw up. Yeah. Yeah. Here. <laughs> uh, when did you start playing music, mate? Uh, I was uh, twelve when I started playing the drums and I'm sort of a bit older than that now. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all fun and games. Yep. You know, I was born south of south of Perth in a little country town, and you know, uh, what was a country town? Bustleton. That's a great town. Bustleton. I was just there on the weekend. Bustleton, man, beautiful place. You ever swim like around the bridge and back? I've done all that stuff. Yep. As a kid, outside the I was net. there all the time. Outside the net, mm, don't know about outside the net. <laughs> Where's the net? Shows. Yeah, I don't it's know. Sort of at the end of the jetty. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good, you know. Bustleton's great, man. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was a wonderful, awesome time in my life when I was a kid. Then I was. It's a great living in Bustleton. I was talking to my old man, saying like how nice it would be because, the wind always comes sort of from the from the east in the afternoon, from the west from the west. Yeah. And that geograph bay is always protected, so, you pretty much will get perfect conditions every day. Beautiful spot. Yeah. Awesome spot. Lots of blue crab. Mm mm mm. Good oh, yeah. fishing. Yeah. Big sambos. Purple jellyfish, jellyfish. If you swim in, you cop a lot of stingers. Yeah, is stingers, it? Stingers aren't fun. Glad you told me that now. Yeah, no. That, Worth yeah. a bit of a swim. Nah, I copped a few stings in my time. It's all good. I don't know if it's because I'm getting larger or, or the fact the water's buoyant, but I, I noticed it was really buoyant the water down there. It's, it's a good place. Hmm. Beautiful place. Was your parents musical? Because I've seen it's been handed down the line <coughs> with, with Connor. Well, my folks could hold a tune. Yeah. But they weren't exactly what you call musos. So what did they listen to? Ah, what did they listen to? Dad was a bit of an Elvis fan. Yep. Mum was, well, I guess mum liked Elvis, but I think mum was probably a bit more into the into the churchy kind of music and you yep. know, the softer. Some more gospel stuff. Gospel-y stuff. Yep. That's all cool. It's all good. Mm. So you're I mean, I'm a drummer. I don't even know what I'm talking about, so don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a drummer that I've seen drum once. The rest of the time, they're playing. Yeah, guitar. that's right. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of an evolutionary thing, isn't it? Where you sort of just go from one to the next. And well, you two have got a very a, a real signature on your music. Like I could, I could not see you guys for ten years and then listen to a song on the radio, and I'd know if it was you that wrote it. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, thanks so much, that's man. Cool. I like that. You know, like it would be. You've got your own sound, which is you. It's no one else. It's kind of. It's got a familiarity about it, which is, and I guess it's a writing style because I've listened to a few songs that you guys have done, and you, you're very. It, it's kind of familiar music, but it's obscure at the same time. That's what we're going for. That's what you're going for. Familiar, yeah. yet obscure. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. 
Well, it's sort of when I say familiar, it's like you, like familiar music is just music you sort of hear and it's easy to listen to, you know. Yeah. So it's easy to listen to, but you got to appease the uh, musicians out there. Going, wow, they're going into an E minor seventh. That's really groovy. That's his, yeah. that's his department. That's his. It's <laughs> not really my You've department. Got, so who does the writing? No, oh, it's probably 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 yeah. 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 He does the hard stuff. I do, yeah, I heavy do the stuff. stuff. What's the, uh, what do you think to this day is the best song that you've created together? That's hard, man. Um, they're all like your children, aren't they? They're all like our children. Um, <laughs> that's a tricky one. We, you know what? We've actually got one that we did together. It's called Dream State. And we, it's, I don't know, man. It's just. I do like that. It's a very it's good like song. A five. It's kind of like yeah. that Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. It's kind of got that off time five four thing going on with a nice four four drum beat going in the back. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's kind of cool. It does get confusing. It does. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about mysterious. Yeah, we're trying to be he exactly. That's mysterious. The thing. Got to keep it mysterious. You know? All right. So, will I call you guys just Connor and Al? You can do that, well, yeah. or you can call us the Likewise Duo, which is what we're going under. At Let's the go Likewise Duo. Likewise Duo. So if you, see the, if you see Likewise advertised anywhere around the West Australian district, it is probably it's probably these two here. Do yourself a favour. Oh, sorry to pinch out. I'll just watch Molly all week. But, uh, and go check them out because um, they're, they're great guys and, and great musos, and you're about to find out. So uh, are you set to go? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're good to go? I think so. All right, here we are. We've got Likewise with Red Shoes. Thank you. 
Beautiful. Oh, dudes, that was cool. Thanks, man. I love the slow clap. Gave me motivation. At no, that's actually, and at the end. I thought that was a sync thing. No, that's a sync thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the clap. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> nice one. Yeah, that's a sound trick for Thanks, uh, I see three spikes on the timeline and go. That's your I've spot. got to cut that out. That's your spot, right? That's your spot, right? It sounded like a slow clap. Oh, yeah. thanks for that. Oh, that was cool. Awesome. Yeah. It's good to play that. No, you don't have to thank me, man. You're sitting here playing for me. Yeah, from the vault. Now, that was back in 2016, so I am uh, pleased to play something very recently uh, recorded by the lads. And this is a great track. Listen to this Soul Scarred.
Soul Scarred by Fix the World, Alan Connor Pitts West. That was absolutely amazing. Fully, fully, fully dug that tune and, and really it took me back to the 80s and the guitar work you'd hear back in the day. Uh, look, when they were sort of like wailing all through the song, but it was just everything was right. And Connor's got a real knack of playing the right note at the right time and putting it in the right spot. And of course, Al with his uh, drumming. Um, there as well as his vocals are sensational and I believe Connor played bass on that track as well so um, outstanding now talking about going back to the 80s last week we had uh, the Squatchers Retro Radio well he's back it was very popular and uh, people loved it I got a bit of feedback people saying that they really dug um, you know just stepping back in time for a little bit so uh, let's bring it to town Squatchers Retro Radio Retrospective Radio with the Squatch. Yes, good day, friends. It is the Sasquatch here once again, and this year we are going back. 39 years, if you can believe it. It is a year that Trevor Chappell bowled that infamous underarm ball, and the uh, reaction is still hilarious to this day. It is the year that the Space Shuttle Columbia took to the skies for the first time and broadened our minds and our imaginations of what could be. It is the year that the Alice Springs coroner found that, in fact, a dingo did take her baby. But it's also the same year the Northern Territory Supreme Court said, nah. We had Rita the Eater Eater versus Peter Russell Clark. G'day. With a Butter versus Margarine battle for the ages. We had Madge throwing Palmolive at us. We had Mrs. Marsh shilling Colgate. We had Professor Julia Sumner Miller telling us what science had to do with chocolate. You could buy Hammond Records, who were always advertising on TV. And Sid the Seagull. Remember him. Taught us about slipping, slopping, and slapping. Yes, it is 1981 we're looking at this week, and we're going to go back and have a look at the time, what it meant to be growing up in that era. As a young person, you might have been playing with your Star Wars action figures, especially after the previous year, 1980, we had the Empire Strikes Back come at us and give us that amazing plot twist for the ages. You could have been playing with Matchbox cars and models, maybe Meccano. You could have been playing with Monchichis, whatever the hell they were. We had Pac-Man. We had Computer Battleship. We had an amazing thing called a Rubik's Cube, which to this day still provides me with all sorts of frustration. We had Trivial Pursuit. You might have even been able to go and eat at a Pizza Hut restaurant with the red and white check tablecloths and the beautiful, big, appropriately priced pizza, thank you, Pizza Hut, arriving at your table. And if you went to Macca's, we had the beautiful, stylish, and always so squeaky styrofoam clamshell containers. In TV that year, we had uh, a royal wedding. I don't know if you heard anything about that one at the time. It wasn't all over the TVs and magazines at all. A little town, a picturesque, beautiful town known as Wandon Valley were introduced to us. This scene was played for the very first time on Australian TV. 
No, I'm not using the Maxophone one. We had the Aussie versions of Wheel of Fortune and the Price is Right. Actually, it was the new Price is Right. Start in 1981. And from overseas, we got classic British comedies like To the Manor Born and Yes, Minister. And we also got that unusual Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World Show. You might have been watching Knott's Landing. Or for those who are a bit more astro-minded, you could have been watching Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Mind you, I was always partial to Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century. Movies. What a smorgasbord that year. A small and moderately successful franchise kicked off in 1981. And speaking of iconic themes, how about this one? For those people who were boring old farts, they loved On Golden Pond that year. We had the introduction of one of the greatest superheroes of all time. Don't start with him. I don't want to talk about him. If you need any help, damn it, I don't want to talk about him. Dun, dun, dun! I am Captain Chaos. That's right, Captain Chaos in Cannonball Run. What an absolute champion. Bill Murray came to us in stripes. We had that creepy, spooky movie, The Entity. Anyone a fan of The Evil Dead? Because that one came out in 1981. 007 returned in For Your Eyes Only. And in Australian cinema, we were given Gallipoli, Puberty Blues, and the Christopher Cross, who was Chris Cross before Chris Cross. Well, he gave us Arthur's theme. No, not that bloody one, this one. Music was really unusual in 1981 as we left the 70s and the last vestiges of disco were fading into the background. We had bands like Loverboy. And to this day, I love that guitar sound. We had the police. And this guy here gave us the drum sound of the 80s. Love it or hate it, this is where it all came from, my friends. 
Antipodean band The Swingers gave us Counting the Beat, and that was the number one single in Australia for 1981. Diana Ross and Lionel Richie gave us this number. Kim Carnes was singing about Betty Davis's eyes for some unusual reason. Adam and the Ants gave us ant music, and because of the previous year's tragedy, John Lennon was once again on fire. He was just like starting over up the charts again, and Roxy Music and Brian Ferry gave us a fantastic rendition of Jealous Guy. In fact, in some ways, could it be said to be better than the original? A small unknown band from the UK told us to start them up and for some reason we had the most unusual coincidence when two songs had the same title. Yeah, Sheena versus Dolly, 9 to 5 versus 9 to 5. And what about Australian music? Well, I'll tell you what, it was an eclectic mix of Australian music that came on the charts in 81. This polite fella. It's a not so bad, it's a nicer place, I shut up for your face. All this bloke wanted to do was have a beer. I love to have a beer with Duncan, cause Duncan's me, mate. Mondo Rock were killing it with this classic state of the heart. Always underrated the vinyls. Told us about the boys in town. Olivia got a bit risque in music and in video clips. Yes, they were called video clips back then. It was a year a really nerdy looking white guy from Australia sounded nothing like a really nerdy white guy from Australia. This bloke sung about his dreams of being a tradie. Yes, if that guy was familiar, that yeah, you're right, it wasn't Jimmy Barnes, but it was his brother Swanee. And a popular little ditty was released towards the end of 1981 that would spend about eight weeks at number one.
Traveling in a fire.com Trailhead full of zombies. I met a strange lady. She made me nervous. That's right, my friends. It was a great time. It was a great year. Look at all the good stuff we were given because of media, because of culture. And until next time, this is the Sasquatch saying, keep living in the past. It was so much better then. If you like to chew the fat in more ways than one, keep listening to Stacks Radio. Was that alright? Nah. Ah, Gav, mate, one day you'll get it, fair income, son. Now, let's go back to 1992. Uh, I listened to a song one night, Sitting Up Watching Rage, by the name of Angry Chair. And that song was uh, off the Dirt album, uh, which Alison Chains had only just put out. It opened me up to a whole new world of the Seattle grind or the Seattle grunge sound. And uh, it was Alison Chains that absolutely hooked me into a type of music and to a particular sound with a lot of layering, especially in the harmony department. From then on, I was hooked, and it's the sound that I've tried to emulate with Kabashi. It's a sound that I absolutely love. And there's a band right here in Perth that does that sound absolute justice, and that band is Hail Mary. So I'm going to play um, Mind Casually by Hail Mary. Why? I just love this sound. And so do you. Mind Casually, Hail Mary.
music. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. 